One of the keys to mainstream adoption of crypto is proof of real-world blockchain use cases. It would be an understatement to say that there's some stuff happening in the space. There's a lot happening. And on today's episode, we welcome Matt Harding of Zage.io to the show. He and his team have compiled a 255-page report with insights from 102 blockchain leaders sharing current blockchain applications and what the future looks like. So shine up your crystal ball and pop a couple of Mentos in a liter of Diet Coke because it's about to get all explosive up in here. Welcome to episode number 303 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. It doesn't matter what comes, fresh goes better with live, with Mentos fresh and full of life. Nothing gets to you, staying fresh, staying cool, with Mentos fresh and full of life. <laughs> Mentos the fresh maker. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The Bad Crypto Podcast, where we inspire commercial jingles. I guess and now we got to add that to the Spotify list. I suppose. We, you think that's there? The Mentos yeah, jingle? The j Mentos jingle, I bet it is. Yeah, for those who don't know what Travis is referencing, we did set up a Spotify playlist for all songs that are referenced on this show, whether sung as Travis just did, even very nicely, I might add, or whether we just reference the lyrics on it. And if you go to badco.in forward slash playlist, you can enjoy that listening for all the times that you're not listening to this podcast. That's true. And if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to hit the subscribe button up there. iTunes likes that. So does Mr. Joel Com's mom. He's, she's a big fan of uh, people subscribing to her baby's show. And, and it's a good way to stay in tune with uh, what's going on. I want to know what took you so long. Like what? if you're just, just now listening to the show for the first time. Well, you know what? You know, the, uh, the iTunes algorithm sometimes moves things around. So maybe they didn't see us until now. I did look for Mentos on Spotify, by the way, and the first thing that comes up is a guy named Pablo Francisco. Oh, uh, yes. He's he, hilarious. Oh, my God. Is he? He has a, oh, dude, he a segment called Mentos, which maybe we'll just add that in reference to it. And the title of the album is Knee to the Groin. <laughs> no, he is so funny. Okay. He does the best impressions you've ever heard. He I'm going to listen. Hysterical. And if this Mentos is actually, if he actually talks about Mentos, as I suspect he will, I will add that to the playlist. Okay. Let's give a, how about a shout out to our sponsor for which uh, this show was made possible today, Mr. Travis, right? For sure. eToro. For a lot of crypto fans, it's hard to find just one place where you can trade, plan, and actually even discuss strategy all in one place. But Europe has had a platform since, what, 07? for this thing yeah. right yeah they've well, been doing this for a while for for like uh charting and stuff we actually you know we're gonna talk about that more in depth on the next episode because the ceo and founder uh yoni asia is going to be on the show very good yeah etoro is the world's number one social trading platform so you get to trade with your homies which is pretty cool and not only that but it gives you access to I believe 15 crypto assets that are on the market. And uh, and it also has some virtual trading. So you can actually get $100,000 worth of fake money. And uh, you can actually test your trading strategy with a community of over 11 million other traders. And they are now in the US 
of A. eToro offers very smart trading tools and the ability to connect with the best traders out there. You can even actually copy the best traders portfolio and mimic what they're doing. So the trading fees are transparent, very low, and uh, easy to use in one app. And by signing up with badco.in forward slash eToro, uh, and if you deposit 50 bucks and buy some crypto, we will send you a pair of bad coin socks. Doesn't yes. get any better than that. Badco.in so forward slash eToro. Super easy to do, and we are following up. We're getting emails from you guys, and the first batch of socks have gone out. If you haven't done this yet, uh, there, we are running lower on socks, so you need to go and do this now. I mean, you're going to spend 50 bucks on crypto somewhere. They're not going to give you bad coin socks, so just go ahead and do that. Also, thanks to Nasgo, nasgo.com. They are the GoDaddy of the blockchain. You want to tokenize your business. You don't know how to code. That sounds like me. I want to tokenize my business. I don't know how to code. There's all these blockchains. It's super confusing. Where do I start? Nasgo.com. All the solutions for your business to get into the blockchain frontier. They've got an easy-to-use Nasgo wallet. All the tools are in there, and it doesn't cost a fortune. In fact, it's really, really on the budget to do this. So if you want to tokenize stuff for your business, don't wait. Go check it out right now. Nasgo.com. Well, you know what else we should do, Mr. Joko? We should go to our feature today with Matt Harding, head of blockchain marketing for Zage. Here comes the data all up in your face. I don't know how to stop this. I'll just get into it. This just in breaking news, a new uh, 255 page report on the real world applications of blockchain technology has just hit the web. And you guys probably didn't even know about it. But now you're going to. Uh, it, it's, it is in, a really interesting read. And we have with us today Matt Harding. He is the head of blockchain marketing at Zage. Matt is a full stack marketing leader. He's gained decades of practical experience working with SaaS and tech clients. And now he's in the blockchain industry. He is their marketing dude. And he made us aware of this uh, report that they've put out that features insights from 102 blockchain leaders. We're going to talk with Matt about it today. You're going to want to download the report. Matt, welcome to the the pit of despair known as bad crypto. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me on. It's, it's like I said before, I'm a longtime listener, so this is fun. Yeah, so we did a, we did a pretty big report. A lot, a lot of, I hope, I hope a lot of interesting insights in there. I hope you guys were mm -hmm. able to check it out and Kind of yeah, I like I like how you you had a you had 102 blockchain leaders, but neither one was Joel Com or Travis Wright. You know, we can correct that. We can correct that in version 2.0. <laughs> I think I, I think this is one of those things where we're going to do this. You know, at least every year, uh, we were kind of hoping for more of a kind of bi yearly thing, but now we're thinking. You know, it was a lot of work went into this. So, well, you know, here's the problem: we'd have to be leaders oh, that for true. that to, you know, be legit. And we are, we are not <laughs> leaders. We are the crypto clowns. And so, if you have uh, 102 leaders and two bozos, then that would be the appropriate. I think that's. I, I think every everything needs a jester. You know, we we all need that jester in the room. You have so the list of clown contributors. We'll get you in there. <laughs> oh my gosh hey matt why don't you give us a quick little reader's digest background of what you did before blockchain and what drew you to it and and how pumped are you now 
Sure. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was a, a marketer. Uh, I was doing a lot of kind of random projects. We did everything from, you know, kind of business planning all the way to SaaS, enterprise SaaS, all kinds of medical technology. I did some marketing for tuna companies. Uh, I mean, you know, I was kind of all over the board. And then in 2017, you know, um, some of my bonehead friends and I were talking about crypto and, you know, we all made some non-lucrative investments and, you know, and, and that I kind of got involved with this company um, in that's kind of based in uh, Australia, actually. And now we've got this decentralized um, marketing team just focusing on blockchain. So this bad boy right here. Yeah, that's great. That's, this bad boy is 255 yeah. pages long. That's like a book. Did you guys decide to, are you guys printing it out? Because I mean, <laughs> just the nature of this and the hard work that you guys put behind this. I mean, talking about real world applications of blockchain technology, like that's, you could almost sell this thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty massive. Um, and it was a lot, of, you know, it, it, you'd think that it would be less work than it was being, uh, basically, you know, basically getting contributors to do most of the work, right? And because we're out there asking questions to, you know, hundreds of people and you know, seeing what we get back. But the the number of hours that went into editing and analysis and design and all this stuff, it's like, it ends up being quite the show and, you know, hundreds of hours on our end um, for the, you know, maybe, you know, hour or so given into the responses if that, you know, so it, it was, it was a, it was a labor it's a big labor. Okay, so let's jump into the findings of the report. Give us uh, the meat here. What are some of the biggest things that you were able to identify? Yeah, so I think the the, the three big takeaways were um, that, you know, I think 41% of contributors said that UX and a seamless experience would pave the way to mass adop adoption. So it, it's, it's more that a lot of them seem to think that the the blockchain needs to be kind of invisible in a way to get to this mass adoption point. Um, and that, that it's really, there's some poor UX out there right now. Just the, the general user experience of blockchain you know, applications and stuff is just not there yet. Um, they've got a long way to go. I think it was uh, UD Levy of Bancor. I don't, I don't know if he's been on your show, but he's basically said that in the future, um, they won't think of crypto as an investment. They'll think of it as, you know, just a product or service. They won't really care what's going on underneath. And I, it's a good point. You know, like, why, why do, I mean, blockchain brings a lot of benefits, but they're really product benefits. And a lot of, a lot of that's going to change. It's, it's, it's not going to be this blockchain-centric hype. It's going to be, that's just another benefit, and we're going to come to expect it. Um, you know, good products, you know, with clear benefits will pave the way. Now, I actually had a, had a conversation the other day with a VC who is in San Francisco, and I was making the comment about how, you know, a lot of these blockchain projects are leaving America. And, and the VC said that about 70 to 80 percent of all new startups that are happening in San Francisco seem to be blockchain related. And then they get to a point and then they move. So they're, they're, build, they're, they're being built in San Francisco and then being moved <clears throat> to other parts of the world. Now, is that something that you had experienced in your research? Did you find anything about innovation and where, blo where these blockchain thought leaders are congregating currently? Yeah. And is it, is it because too many people are crapping on their front porch? Is that, you know, <laughs> I think that, has, that may have a lot to do with it. They're like born and conceived here, then go elsewhere. I, I think there's a lot going on in Ukraine. 
Um, but we didn't, you know, we didn't really ask the question, where is this happening? I mean, we do kind of list where everybody is, but it's not, you know, we didn't really take a consensus of where things are happening. Um, so, you know, I mean, you can see, you can, but you can look and you can tell a lot of this stuff is just getting much more kind of ground work done in, in, uh, Europe and, and Ukraine and some less regulated areas. Right. Um, and I think that's a, that's one of the things that kind of we came away with this too, is there is this kind of like want for regulation that I thought was interesting. Like that, you know, they felt that it needed some regulation that both the whole industry needed some, some regulation from kind of the top down. And I thought that was kind of interesting because when I kind of entered it, it was more, that was kind of antithetical to what blockchain and, and crypto was all about. It's privacy and, you know, all, all that, but bringing regulators in to give it kind of their stamp of approval was kind of something they, they, they thought was necessary. And I kind of get it. You know, they've got, there's probably a lot of money waiting in the wings, you know, a lot of, a lot of capital, like waiting for that, you know, that, that kind of stamp to come down so they can say, okay, now we can come in and with, with some big dollars. But not that there isn't big dollars flowing there already, but I, I think a lot of that is waiting on the regulation, whether that's going to happen or not. Yeah. So what is, you know, the buzz that you've picked up on that? When are we going to see regulation? You know, I I don't think anybody's really willing to weigh on that one. We didn't get that in our responses. There was just kind of like, uh, you know, it it could happen and it could be helpful. Um, But, you know, we didn't we didn't really pull that. We didn't really find that to be something that, you know, that we wanted to ask for one thing and that, you know, maybe that it starts asking like, you know, predict the future kind of thing, you know, like, I, I don't know. It just didn't come up. So we know the financial industry is being sort of rebooted with blockchain and crypto, but say maybe, maybe give us yeah. an outlook over the next three to five years. Like what are you, what are you seeing some other top industries that are most ripe for disruption with, with blockchain? Um, well, a lot, I mean, yeah, 56, 56%, I think said that, you know, financial services was the biggest opportunity, but there was a lot in healthcare, supply chain, and gaming. Gaming came up quite a bit. Um, there was a couple of really interesting comments. Isaiah, Isaiah Yoon from, um, I believe it's Uner, Lunar Digital Currencies. Uh, he was saying, you know, it was this, this idea of digital currencies started in gaming. You know, it's been around there for 20 years almost. Um, you know, if you played World of Warcraft or any of those games, like, there's digital currency. Oh, don't get Joel started. Don't get Joel started. Oh, I got I got started at World of Warcraft in <laughs> 2004, so it's too late. There you go. So, like, you were there on Inception, yep. right? Yeah. So, it, you know that um, I, I thought was interesting because that that's a community that's already that's already used to it, and they've been doing it for 20 years. So it just seems like that that's the logical. That might be the place where mass adoption occurs first. And, Actually, we had you know William Quigley from Wax on the show not too long ago and they've got a huge marketplace of digital goods for games mm-hmm. yeah i think there was a, a lot of uh, there's a lot of games there's some games being entirely being developed entirely on the blockchain, um and that was i think one contributor wrote wrote about that but it you know that's there's that's the easy in right i mean these are the people that are already used to it all that um but that wasn't it you know it's you know the idea that healthcare. I mean that there's something that needs a lot of a lot of change. It could benefit from you know saving lives and all that kind of stuff is is pretty attractive. I think 
one of one of the contributors, um, I think he's on his show, Andreas Kaltheis, he he wrote that, you know, like business is great, but saving lives is better. And that's, you know, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. And then there was some call to kind of look at restricted industries like marijuana, um, the adult entertainment industry, uh, because those industries struggle with access to traditional financial services. You know, but by, you know, I don't know where you guys are, what your where where your legality is in your region, but um, here in California, it's it's you know everything's cash business, and you know you can't put cash in a bank, and so you know crypto and, and blockchain solutions like yeah, you have weed, you have weed in these buildings and lots of money, and they wonder why they get robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I, I mean, I've talked we talked to a lot of people about that, but that you know that particular problem is is pretty good and crypto does solve it but then again it does you know kind of travel on the internet tubes so you've got you've got that problem and i think that's a big reason why the feds kind of came down on you know putting your money in local banks because anytime there's a transaction or you know money going into a bank it does travel around through all these little wires and they call that you know breaching federal jurisdiction because they go across state lines so I don't know. I mean, it's it's it certainly is interesting, but you know, definitely, definitely financial services. Yeah, and you said gaming. One um, one thing I read this uh, recently that the World of Warcraft money. I don't know what, what's what's the World of Warcraft money called, Mister Jokon? It's gold. It's gold. The World of Warcraft <laughs> gold is seven times more valuable than the Venezuelan Bolivar. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise yeah me. it's oh, true man. it's true and uh there's it's it's got its own you know economy and uh it's, it's pretty fascinating yeah. stuff so i uh, you know there's a lot of opinions in this uh paper that you guys have released i want to know what surprised you you know who are the the outliers that said something that perhaps was a little more away from mainstream more radical i think um there's a certain amount that that said that the, the big adoption would come from developing economies. And I, I, don't, I don't know that that's a surprise so much as it is like there's a huge need You mean like there. the banking like the unbanked? The, yeah, like yeah Africa, banking the unbanked. I mean, there's one, what, 1.7 billion unbanked, right? So an underbanked too. Um, underbanked being just people who don't have access to a lot of banks. I mean, you're thinking about that in terms of Africa and, and India, um, you know, there's there's a ton of opportunity there. I mean, like, look what they did, what happened in Africa with mobile phones. I mean, one they didn't need the infrastructure, you know, that that for for regular telephone lines and and that kind of stuff. They just went right to mobile. So I maybe they could skip large scale banking too and save themselves even. See, more. here I was thinking underbanked meant there wasn't enough money in my bank. What you know? <laughs> well, that that's our problem. That's that's different. First world yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, what, like, do you, what, do you, what are you drinking is, there, Matt? I hear you like, you know. Do... Oh, that was just a little bit of uh, Jim. Okay. Not a big deal. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> Joe Rogan gets stoned with people on his show. So I suppose if people want to bust out, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you need to. We need to start a tradition here where you, know, you fire up a, a bourbon or something like that. It's, it, you said you're um, in California, so it's 10 a.m. You, you may have a problem. I, I might, I might. Actually, it, it is water. You know, I, I, I hate the bride. I, I lied. It's just water. Alexa, um, what's Matt drinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, looking at like India, 
that 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 came up a few times too. But unfortunately, since we did this, they I believe India banned cryptocurrencies, so it's um, no more opportunity there. Uh, yeah, you, you can't, uh, you know, you can't eat meat. So, you know, so we're all going to starve and, and the cows are going to eat all of the uh, the greenery. So there's a food shortage and you can't use crypto. So, mm. yeah, fun place, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, this, let me see some others. Um, I'm just trying to think of some interesting ones. Um, oh, yes. Stellian Balta of, of uh, Hyperchain Capital, pretty, pretty big name in the industry, but. Um, he mentioned how fast he that, like he, he said how fast paced the industry was like that was great, um, and I think that's true to a degree, right? It, there, there's also a part of that where it's evolving so fast, and there's so many new blockchains and stuff like that that you're just like, how do developers pick? You know, at some point that's an obstacle towards moving forward. I, I know that first in makes a big deal too. You know, like if you're first in the show, um, you're first to create. Like Ethereum was really quick to jump in and, and, you know, put up smart contracts. A lot of people like jumped on that development, but, um, you know, Bitcoin is a good example of, of like being first in, but not being the best tech, right? Um, it's not the best performing cryptocurrency. Um, you know, like almost everything is faster, but it's certainly, it's certainly regarded as the best. Um, but the industry is, is moving fast and it's, it does kind of, is reminiscent, I guess, of like the tech book. Bad, bad coins faster. Um, yeah, when is bad coin going to be backed by something? I think that's I think that's the only problem with bad coin. I think uh, maybe the backed old, by the sauce. only problem. Yeah, they, the only problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're. I think you're just just you know. It's, it's backed by the goodwill success. of the people of Bad Cryptopia. That's it's backed by that. <laughs> I agree. Great. great stuff. So what were some, you know, so you talked about the other various different blockchains a little bit. Uh, you talked about Ethereum and the smart contracts. Yeah. What are some of the other, you know, just the blockchains? Because that was that was always with the, when the big boom happened in 2017, early 2018. It was those blockchain highways, right, that, that people can build upon. Yeah. So what are some of the better performing ones that you're seeing or maybe the ones that were referenced more? Because, you know, there's a bunch of them out there. What are some of the ones that people need to, to keep an eye on? Mm, you know, we really didn't ask that. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that we were really targeting in that. But, you know, I think more there was mention of like the Lightning Network, right? Because that can speed up, that can potentially speed up, you know, blockchain, uh, I mean, Bitcoin transactions. But, um, you know, I think for the most part, people are still looking at Ethereum and Eneos and, and a couple of the big other ones that, um, kind of have the the lion's share right now. Um, we didn't see. I didn't. We didn't see too many answers that kind of gave that the impression that you know people are on the hunt for always the next one. I think that was more kind of like a a, a kind of the the end of or, or the beginning of 2018. You know, there was still this mad rush, and you were seeing a lot of like just crazy new blockchains that were you know claiming to be this faster and this and all that kind of stuff. But um, I don't know how many of those really got mass adoption you know you kind of need to pick a platform and, and kind of build on it and you know the support that you get from large communities like ethereum and others are just uh easier pick your platform already god people for crying out loud i mean yeah too many blockchains yeah. so little time so much crypto 
Well, this is cool stuff, Matt. So where can people download this report for themselves and read through the uh, all the replies from the luminaries that contributed? Yeah. Uh, uh, Zage.io slash well, that, report. That's easy. Z-A-G-E dot I-O slash report. Yeah, it's super easy. Um, it's, again, we, we have hundreds of hours in this. A lot of, lot, of, lot of effort from a lot of people. Um, and, you know, we got... I think a lot more than we hoped, you know, it wasn't, we, I don't think we intended it for it to be this kind of size, but, you know, we're thinking, Oh, you know, if we get 50, that'd be fantastic, you know, but it, they just kept rolling in and now we're going, Oh, you know, 99 would be a good round number to stop at. And then it was like 102 and we said, okay, at some point you just got to hit print. So excellent. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show and telling us about it and you guys can go check it out at zage.io forward slash report and hopefully after being a guest on the show you'll still listen oh yeah of course i'm a fan like i said yeah awesome appreciate your time uh i would say go download that folks that's a very valuable thing and not only you know there looks like there's a lot of women before we 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 finish this uh, maybe you know what what were some of the 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 top women luminaries that you had had on on the thing that we we, should maybe have on bad crypto in the future (laughs) well we got uh jillian johnson who's already been on your show who else yeah and olga Olga mack um she's with quant stamp the stamp sorry quant stamp and they're kind of it's almost like a verisign but based on the blockchain Mm -hmm. and I just really like listening to her answers. Um, they were, you know, she, she, she has this like very uh, definite way of, of answering that, that I like. It was basically the blockchain solves very hard problems, right? And when, when it solves seemingly unsolvable problems, we'll just sort of expect that in our day-to-day life, right? So when it, when it kind of jumps the, uh, you know, the blockade or the obstacle of solving something in our daily lives. It's really important that we really haven't solved before. Kind of like what cloud technology did for hosted applications and that kind of thing. But we'll just sort of expect this in our life and blockchain will just kind of sit there and it'll, it'll be a part of our lives, whether we like it or not. You know, it's the, inexorable tide of blockchain the inexorable tide of blockchain that sounds that sounds like a good uh, episode title right there mr travis right (laughs) there you go i don't even know what that means but it sounds great well it's 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 gonna it's (laughs) we will rely on it right this is this is something it brings too much too many product benefits um, and we're just we're just some UX away, it seems, at least according Matt, to Matt, other Matt. No, no, no. It's all a fad. We've been told it's too it's a fad. Bitcoin is <laughs> dead. <laughs> this is all just all Yeah, well, a lot of people said that. You know, I mean, not not in our not in our thing, but that's kind of where I think there's a lot of uh kind of fear and 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 kind of mm-hmm. that 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 you know, watching is a threat to certain people. You know, this idea of decentralization and privacy, that's a threat to certain industries. Yeah, some industries don't like that privacy and like that transparency. Like, yeah. get that transparency shit out of here. We're trying to be nefarious. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, yeah. this actually, I was going to finish up here, but I think you've opened up something new. And, and, and one of those uh, concepts is that adoption is challenging because of the tech. So last night I was with our producer yeah. Uh, Ms. Erin Sell, and she's got a Ledger Nano S. And there were several points, you know, she's not, she's a smart woman, mm-hmm. but there were several points along the process of getting it set up that she was like, I don't, I don't get this. Right. And she's into crypto. Right. And so the challenge is to bring, you know, 
mid, I was going to say middle America, but really the middle of the world, right? Regular people on board with this is uh, there's yeah. some pretty tough challenges. Yeah. And that's, you know, one thing that kind of came up on that was, you know, that it may take, you know, like some major company, like the 800 pound gorillas, like, like Facebook and Google, it may take somebody like that with, that already has an enormous user base to kind of just slip in blockchain benefits. And then you've got, you know, mass adoption all of a sudden. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not sure how I feel about Libra, but, um, you know, a company that's kind of already proved itself to not really care about your privacy is getting into crypto, which is kind of odd. But, um, but it, it's it's there's they they're the guys who can make huge moves and kind of do kind of mass disruption or just kind of bring this in. Um, so we'll see. I mean, they've all got blockchain projects going. You know, IBM and Maersk, uh, Google and Facebook, and 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 lots of others. Amazon. They're all they're all building them. It's just a matter of how we're going to see them kind of be in our awesome. Kind of okay, so life. this is our second ending. The first one was a fake ending, but we're done for real. Matt, thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. And here we are on the other side of the interview, like uh, corn, you know, goes in one side and it comes out the other. <laughs> it, it does it does indeed oftentimes it's, completely intact except it's like, no longer on the cob it's like a reverse car wash you know it goes in clean <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so sorry not sorry that wow it's amazing when you have the guy who invented the i fart app making fart and poop jokes you know you never yeah. think you're gonna get that well that's that's my job that's true that's why I get the big royalties, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of really great content in this report, guys. And we uh, just advise you to go check it out. Zage.io forward slash report. A few Beautiful quotes. report, too. 100 and something pages on the way. Actually, 255. 255. That's like a book, yo. Yeah, it is like a book. Here's a few of the quotes that we pulled out of it. Tim Draper has this to say, Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. No, no, he didn't say that. He said, people are using blockchain in everyday life, and the blockchain is just a perfect ledger. It keeps perfect information on Bitcoin use, and it keeps perfect information on any other form of data, too. It's being used to secure data for everything from medical records to certification of education. The, the word that jumps out to me is perfect. When have we been able to say ever in the history of tracking data that the tracking has been perfect? Mm -hmm. Never, never. Yeah. And Draper goes on to say, and listen to the Bad Crypto Podcast because it's a perfect podcast. He says, <laughs> it's perfect. He says it right there. So the data backs that up. It's and hey, J Jeffrey McCabe, who is the uh, one of the founders of the Divi Project, who is also one of our sponsors, the idea of money has been heavily abused by governments and the banks that control them. Uh, they have used it as a way to make themselves rich by endlessly printing more of it for themselves rather than creating an easy way for citizens to exchange value. Now here is crypto, which is an easy way to exchange value. Very mm. nice. One more, Hugo Renaudin. I'm going to uh, imagine that it, that is pronounced with a French accent from Ronaldo with LGO. And I'm not sure who that is. It's like Lego without the E. 
It's like, give me my E, Lego my E. Uh, he says regulation is paramount as it allows companies to make structural decisions without the risk of a regulatory backlash. No regulation is worse than bad regulation as this stifles innovation and inhibits entrepreneurs and companies. And that's something that you reference a lot as we talk about how, you know, the U.S. is dragging their feet and because they've made it difficult to do coin offerings and, and uh, be in the crypto business, companies are moving offshore. They are. I mean, like I was actually chatting with the a senior director of the CFTC, and, and he said, oh, well, if you set up your bad coin foundation, whoever sets that up, don't do it in America. Make sure to do it offshore somewhere, Like it's, which is crazy when you have regulatory folks in America that are looking out for America telling you not to build your company in America because it's too hostile. That's mm. crazy. That's that's crazy talk, Mr. Jones. I think that's a good time for a bad coin update. Just so you guys know, there is a team of people uh, that have told us they are setting up a bad coin foundation in another country. We'll give you more information about that once it is actually done. And they have asked us to nominate people to our to the board. It's not our foundation. It's being set up by a separate entity. And we will be advisors to the foundation and we will donate portions of our bad coin supply to the foundation so that they can, can continue the work of making the world a badder place. Yeah, because the marketing aspects and there's just rules and regulations on what you can and cannot do, which is why we've not overly hyped it much because you can't do that. So that's why we said, okay, well, we need some things to sort of flow out and 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 uh, things need to happen before we can do other things. So that's kind of why we've been a little quiet on some of that stuff. But bad coin is still rolling, rocking and rolling. If you have any of the old bad coin, you need to swap it out for the new bad coin. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking sometime before the end of this year, maybe by October, we're going to kill the old chain on BitShares. So what's up, BitShares? You need to get your bad coin swapped Ova and uh, we also we have been reached out to Travis by a couple exchanges that are interested in listing bad coin as well so mm -hmm. once we have actual that's just the rumor right there well that's actually true we have been reached out to whether or not they follow through on it and list us um, you know we can't make any promises about that your mileage may vary <laughs> that is true and uh, <laughs> just as a joke the price of bad coin has plummeted recently which is uh <laughs> which is great so we are succeeding in making the world a better place that's true you you missed that i really i came up with that on the fly that's really good making the Make, world a better place okay. yeah i think i think we're gonna have to adopt that tagline and, and use that more what do you guys think we want your feedback mail us bad crypto podcast at gmail.com or get involved in one of the social platforms we're on of course we're on facebook with the bad crypto mastermind and it's a really vibrant community they're so shiny there and it's at badco.in forward slash mastermind or find us on telegram or the discords and mr travis wright take us out of here with a turkish accent Wow, I, I do not know any Turkish accents, bro. <laughs> I know you're looking at me like a deer in the headlights. Like, what the hell's a Turkish accent? Well, you should be like, stay bad. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. Eat that turkey for, for, for Thanksgiving instead. <laughs> stay bad. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.